0: hey hello you wonderful and free spirit this is Anton with Entram and today I was reading a little excerpt from the book as a man thinker from James Allen and if you haven't read it before it really is an amazing book to at least have read once in your lifetime As a man thinketh, so is he. We've read in the Bible those words. And here I would like to share some words from the as a man thinketh from James Allen. Quote, the body is the servant of the mind. It obeys the operations of the mind, whether they be deliberately chosen or automatically expressed. At the bidding of unlawful thoughts, the body sinks rapidly into disease and decay. At the command of glad and beautiful thoughts, it becomes clothed with youthfulness and beauty." Quote. Here it is stated once again, as we think about, so we come about. And it doesn't matter if the thoughts that we express are consciously chosen or are expressed out of our own habitual behavior. Because most of our thoughts are the same thoughts as we had yesterday and they stem out of our paradigm. Do you remember what a paradigm is? A paradigm is a mental program that almost exclusively has control over our habitual behavior and very important to take note of this almost all our behavior is habitual so basically what we bring into our life is because of our habitual way of thinking, our emotional home. And that is why very often when you look around yourself, you'll see that people who are often upset about something, they'll always find a reason to be upset. If the weather is beautiful and the barbecue is burning and there's a beautiful, delicious cold drink in their hands, they'll figure out a way or something to be upset about. Oh, why is this or that person? Why couldn't he come? Or they'll figure out a way to be upset about something. And that is their emotional home. Or other people might be happy, no matter what. You might see them smile at a funeral. Because they are thinking about the beautiful memories that they've had with the person that passed. Instead of being sad, being grateful for those moments that have been shared together. I remember from my own experience, when I went for the <laughs> for the very first time, they took me into the Scatter Camps in South Africa. And this colleague of mine, she brought me because of one of her family members passing away. And the here, they don't, yeah, of course they mourn their past ones, their lost ones. But they celebrate the life that has passed. They celebrate life at the funeral. They don't mourn death, but they celebrate life. And this is a beautiful example of how you can have the exact same situation and How the experience of it changes with 180 degrees. The exact opposite of the experience with the same physical fact happening. The death of a poor person. Mourning death or celebrating life. this is a very beautiful way to also become aware of what, where your emotional home is. Where are you feeling at home at the moment? Are you frustrated a lot? Are you sad a lot? Or do you find it hard to identify? Then perhaps ask you the question, if my mom, dad, loved one or brother would pass away would I mourn his death or her death or celebrate his or her life? If you're someone that mourns Mourning might be good because you lost someone But start also seeing the other side of the spectrum Start understanding that there are different ways of filling in and living with yourself in your emotional home, that where you're comfortable. And if your emotional home currently is sabotaging your happiness, your joy, your peace of mind, your serenity, Then step one is becoming aware of it. And step two is changing it. Every single moment when you feel that feeling arise, when you were triggered, to go back to your frustration or to go back to your sadness, to your depressiveness, every time when you feel triggered, be aware of what it is that has triggered you going to your emotional home that emotional home that is sabotaging you and then when you're triggered you're going to be able to look at it and either in the future work on eliminating that trigger or work on behaving in a different manner when the trigger appears when the trigger appears you often have about 90 seconds to change your mindset and then it won't necessarily be internalized by your uh, by your subconscious mind so it won't necessarily then have to be expressed to the universe or to god or dharma or tao or whatever you want to call what it is that brings us what we get out of life let's leave it at this figure out what's your emotional home do you always find a way to be happy or do you always find a way to be sad do you always find a way to be relaxed and have peace of mind or do you always find a way to be frustrated and worried and if so What are you going to do to improve your emotional home for a happier, healthier, wealthier and more abundant life? Wonderful questions, aren't they? Let's pose them more often to ourselves. Thank you very much for listening. Live with love, live with laughter, live with passion. Namaste.